Hello and welcome to the Healthy Hustlers Podcast. We're your happy hosts, Amy and Madeline, best friends who work hard and hustle harder. We believe to be happy and healthy in your work, you need to be happy and healthy in your life. We combine health, well-being and business with a fresh perspective to share the stories of normal people with inspiring lives. From leading entrepreneurs to athletes, models and artists, together we delve deep into their journey to success to find out why health and well-being is at the core of their philosophy. Whether you're looking for advice and guidance for leading your best life, an engaging, easy-to-digest pep talk, or a boost of healthy enthusiasm to fuel your health and wellness goals, the Healthy Hustlers podcast is your go-to for kicking ass in work and play. Do you want to know our healthy habits, practical tools, and tips for keeping our hustle healthy? Well, you're in luck because we have launched our very own Healthy Hustlers Facebook group, and we'd love you to join us. We'll be sharing our favorite healthy recipes, fitness workouts, sleep hacks, self-care practices, and exclusive insights into our guest lineup. Plus, we want you to share your healthy habits with the group so together we can inspire each other to keep the hustle healthy. Search The Healthy Hustlers on Facebook and request to join us. See you there, hustlers. Today's guest is a global sensation and one of the most influential people on the planet. At just 26, Kayla Itzinas was named by Forbes as the number one fitness influencer in the world. Born and raised in Adelaide, Kayla started her career as a PT, training women in her hometown, and she still says that this is one of the favorite parts of her job. Extremely humble and incredibly down to earth, Kayla openly shared her journey, her top health tips, and she gave us an insight into life at Sweat Headquarters. This is our episode with Kayla Itzinas. Kayla, welcome to the Healthy Hustlers podcast. It is our absolute pleasure to have you here today. When we first started this project, we created a dream guest list and we're so excited that you're the second guest we're able to tick off that list. So um, to us, you are absolutely the definition of a healthy hustler. So we're super excited to get all your tips today and share it with our audience. Thank you guys. Thanks for having me. Our pleasure. <laughs> so let's kick off by hearing one thing that people might not necessarily know about you. Well, why do people always ask me this? I'm stumped when people ask me this. Like, okay, fine. My real name is Galliopi, which is Oh, which is really? Yes, it's Greek. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's oh, the only one I can think of. <laughs> that is awesome. Say it again. Galliopi. Galliopi. So say your full name. Galliopi. Uh, Dimitria, which is my middle name, and then Itzine, which is Itzinus. Um, so Calliope, Dimitria, Itzine. Ah, wow. <laughs> there you go. We just kicked off strong. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. So we'd love some insight into little Kayla growing up. What kind of kid were you and what were some of your little quirks? What kind of kid do you think I was? A sporty oh, little kid. That's it. A sporty kid that... Anytime anyone asks me, you know, when you're a kid and everyone, I don't know why people do this, but like, what do you want to be when you're older? I was like, I don't know. I want to do something to do with sport. They're like, okay, but do you want to be like a vet? I'm like, no, <laughs> something to do with sport. They're like, okay, well, that's not really a career, but something to do with sport. But yeah, that's just like how I grew up my whole life. So as soon as I got into personal training, it was like the best thing in the whole world. Oh, that's awesome. And you're obviously really family orientated. 
Yes, big yeah. Greek family. I love them. Like I literally, I can't leave Adelaide because I love my family way too much. Oh, way that's too much. so nice to hear. That's awesome. Yeah. So talk to us about your journey from as a child and your path basically from as a kid through to the start of your career, I guess you could say. Okay, so, <laughs> so as a kid, yeah, sporty, um, participated in any team sport I could, but mostly played basketball. Um, so I played basketball all the way up to when I was like 17, 18 years old and then had to stop, but I played for club. I also played, what was my, well, it was netball was my, uh, I think it's winter sport uh, yeah. that we had to play. So things like that um, in school, um, I just did well at school, finished year 12, did whatever. Um, but I just wanted to do something to do with sport. Um, so I was originally going to become a PE teacher. So I want to do teaching. Both my parents are teachers. So I was like, oh, naturally I'll just fall into teaching and then go into PE teaching for kids. Um, so I studied that at university for like a few months and then I was like, I'll do a personal training course on the side to get like extra credits when people are like interviewing me. I'd be like, I want to be a PE teacher, but I'm also a personal trainer. Like maybe I can get in better, whatever. <laughs> so I did personal training and I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm leaving uni. Like this is what I want to do and fell in love with it ever since then. So it was really good. That's so cool. Today, you're a certified PT and a global entrepreneur as co-founder of BBG and your Sweat app. You have your own fitness equipment and two books under your belt, all of which help women across the globe achieve their fitness goals. Can you take us back to the start of your career and shed some insights into what led you to this path and how you got to this point? Yes. Um, So when I first started out personal training, I had obviously like not done training before I needed to learn. So my first job was in a women's only personal training center um, where I would train women, older women on like a little bit of a circuit. So, you know, like, I don't know, you know what I'm talking about? The little circuit training, they go around and around in a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like that. Um, But there was more machines there. So I didn't know if they had body weight, whatever, but mine's were mostly machines. Um, So I started there. I disliked it because it was very boring and the ladies were fitter than they thought they were. So I was like, you guys can do more than this. Like, so um, I got them doing a bit of high intensity training. They loved it. <laughs> Looking back now, like I was like, oh, how did I get these like 70, 80 year old ladies doing this high intensity training? But they loved it. Um, and then I went on to do mobile personal training where I got to train um, younger Younger people, I'd say, like in their homes and more like first-time mums that couldn't leave their houses and things like that. And I would bring my own like little pieces of equipment there. And then I actually went to dinner with one of them last night. She was like, oh, my God, I remember the first time we ever – yeah, so my husband actually works at Sweat now, which is hilarious. So we from there I did uh, mobile personal training and then I started my own studio and then all my clients came to me. And then I met Toby and um, I by then I had – started uploading Instagram transformations online, transformations on Instagram. And uh, people started following and Toby's like, look, you've got a lot of people asking to train with you. What are you doing about it? And I'm like, I'm just saying no. I'm just giving them my phone number and just saying when they're in Adelaide to give me a call. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, have you ever thought of creating an ebook?" And I was like, oh, no, not really. Like, I just think it, like it's better that I'm in person because um, I want to be able to train them. He's like, no, I think it's a really good idea to create them like a 12-week training guide. I was like, okay. Like, I'm not sure if anyone will be interested. He's like, okay. <laughs> so he's like, let's just try it. So we did. We put it online and then from there organically grew and just went absolutely viral. So 
Oh, amazing. Well, yeah, your um, project, uh, progress photos are something we definitely want to chat to a bit later because they've obviously become something so powerful for your business. Um, But I guess this is even just crazy to think about, but your community today is over 20 million. That's just insane. And I'm sure it still blows your mind. (laughs) Um, And Forbes have also named you as the top fitness influencer last year. Yeah, that's huge. Thank you. So huge. So I guess with such a booming global business and so many projects happening, you even said before we started this episode that you're just crazy busy with so many projects in the office at the moment. What are some of your tactics for staying on track and I guess also keeping motivated to keep giving to your community? Um, So things that I do personally myself are just like making sure that I have enough sleep, um, making sure that I get my training sessions in, uh, making sure that I go for walks every day, things that basically like you have to write down a few things. Anyone listening to this, like not might not necessarily be like sleep and training and walking or whatever, but like write down like three things that keep you sane and make sure you do them every single day. So um, I write down like three things and I'm like, okay, I need to see my family every single day. I need to go for a walk every single day. I need to drink this much water every single day. Cause if I don't, I don't mentally like feel well uh, things in like, for example, being organized, just booking things in your calendar, all your appointments in, including your training sessions, including like your lunches, your whenever you're going to eat, book it in. So you're not, you know how like you don't book something in, you like go over your lunch break and you're like, oh, I didn't get to eat. Hate that. Got to eat. Have to eat. So yeah, just little things like that that I do to stay on track. Yeah. Yeah. That's such good advice. And I think it is, it's finding those little things that are like, give you a positive outcome in your day, isn't it? Like I definitely know walking something for me. Like if I start my morning with a walk or like, and exercise it just sets you up for success it's like you know they are a non-negotiable in your life no matter how busy you are yep and people say like you got about 6 a.m like aren't you tired i'm like no that what that walk actually woke me up like i'm set for my whole day and i actually feel really good rather than rolling out of bed and then like semi not feeling like breakfast and then yeah no gotta walk yeah the fresh air just really does set you up so yeah. we recently read that you still get butterflies when you think about all the women that you are helping and we're sure that there's probably many other facets of your work that give you that same feeling. Can you share some of your career highlights with us? Oh my God, so many, but like just the best ones are actually just the boot camps. Like walking out on stage is like, that's an incredible feeling and doing that training session is an incredible feeling, but it's also something that I've done my whole life so it's not something that I'm like oh wow like I'm doing a big training session I'm like okay this is just me doing what I do but when you finish that training session and then you get to like get off stage and you get to meet everyone that is like a completely different ball game that is like the best feeling in the entire world because like and, and at the start you don't understand I was young so at the start girls were coming up like you changed my life I'm like uh, you downloaded the guide and you did that yourself so like you changed your own life and they're like and then once you hear over and over again, you're like, okay, maybe I did make a bit of a difference. And then, yeah, it just becomes amazing. It's the best thing ever. I just feel, I feel like looking into their eyes and, and just seeing how happy they are from something that you've created would be the best. The best. Or they're walking over to you and they start crying and then you're like, you, 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 like, you know in your head, you're like, do not cry, do not cry. But then like, they cry and they hug you. And like, you know when you feel someone's like energy. feelings? I don't know if that's like, like yeah, the energy. You're like, Oh my god! I'm like always like stop making me cry, stop making me cry. So yeah, that's really cute as well. I love that. Oh, that's that so really nice. Cute. I love how just humble and genuine you are. Like it's just oozing through you right now. It's just you know oh, your success and to just 
think that that is still such a highlight is just so special. And I think, you know, it's obviously why you've been so successful because it just, it means so much to you. Of course. Yeah. I think like me growing up with like a big Greek family, having um, women come up and say like, you're like family to me, that was important to me because I wanted them to feel like they were included, that they had a family, that they had a community. That sounds lame because it's like, oh, people online are so far away. Like, how can it feel so close? But you do, you feel like absolutely like connected to this group of women. So it's really nice. Yeah, absolutely. And talking about your family. So, and we hear you say all the time that you are part of a big family and you need to see your family every single day. How do you go when you're traveling and far away? How do you feel connected to your loved ones? FaceTime like 50,000 times a day. <laughs> That's honestly like the only thing. So like when I was in America, my family was having dinner. It was like morning for me and they put me on the end of the table on FaceTime. <laughs> and they were just eating and I was just through the screen. I was like, what does it taste like, guys? <laughs> oh my God. It was actually hilarious. But like, yeah, so just like staying like just in touch with them, FaceTime, get my, like, because my grandparents, they don't have, I see them every day, but they don't have phones or computers or internet. So I have to get my sister to drive down there and then like FaceTime them for me. So actually we were really lucky to interview Leah just before our break and we'll be releasing her episode in a few weeks as well. Um, She's the best. She's great. So do you have, you don't have any other brothers and sisters, do you? It's just yourself and Leah. Yeah. It's me and Leah. Leah's enough. Like, She's like crazy enough for like the whole fam. She was just like, she would just like come in with a pineapple tree. Like she would just, I'm like, Leah, sorry, why did you take 40 minutes to the shop? So, oh, I bought a pineapple tree. I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> she's just hilarious. And then she just makes like these amazing meals and like some of them stuff up. But like, she's just, yeah, she's classic. She's the best. Oh, that's awesome. And obviously there's Toby as well. So do you get to travel with Toby all the time or do you have time of separating all the time. Yeah. No, all the time. We're always traveling together. Toby like doesn't like sleeping like without me. He's like, I can't sleep without you. So he's like, I'm just gonna come. Or I'm like, he's like, Can you come on my trip? I'm like, Oh, but like it's really far away. He's like, No, 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 you're coming. I'm like, Okay. Oh, <laughs> so like, what are you doing here? I'm like, Oh, nothing. They're like, oh, what do you mean nothing? I'm like, oh, I'm just here with Toby. <laughs> Hanging out. That is yeah. so, cute. Cute. so moving on a little bit, do you still have any pinch yourself moments? You've yeah, achieved? like even like the other day. And this is okay. So the other day I had two morning sessions and two night sessions. So I do staff training at night and client training in the morning and just like having them all rock up to the gym. I don't know. It was just like, even then I was watching them all train. I'm like, this is so cool. I don't know if it was like, you know, when you like get your period or like you're a bit emotional or whatever, but I was like, this is so awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> and no, I actually- like, I saw on your Instagram the other day that you're still like doing little videos of all the girls training in the gym and that. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, so good. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the best feeling. And also like, yeah, meeting the girls, doing the boot camp, like watching, like, so we've got some new stuff coming out at the end of the year and just like looking at everyone's computer screens at the office. And I'm like, oh my God, like, this is going to be epic. Like, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. I can't tell you what it is, but it's going to be cool. No, <laughs> So I guess it's evident how much you value your community and their needs. And this really shows through your sweat app when you've brought together some other female entrepreneurs in the fitness industry as contributors on the app. Um, And it really allows your community the opportunity to train in their own way with yoga and home exercises, gym exercises, post um, pregnancy routines. And like, we just think that's awesome. And I guess one thing it shows is obviously you've really 
ahead of the trends in a way or like it shows how much you're really researching um what's ahead and make, make sure that you're giving your community yeah exactly what they want and what they need but I guess how did you approach this thinking and how did you decide who were going to be contributors to the sweat app so um again like that was a discussion between Toby and myself where I would say all right so because we, we would be on Instagram and we'd be writing back to comments and I'm like, all right, how do we incorporate a leg press into the BBG training session? He's like, mm, okay, well, you can substitute it for squats. I'm like, okay, what if someone wants to do yoga? Does that count as like low intensity steady state training? He's like, mm, okay, I think we have a problem here. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, I think, he's like, how would you feel about becoming like a sweat trainer? I was like, but the app's called Sweat with Kayla. What are you going to do? Like sweat with Kayla and blah. He's like, no, how about we just sweat and then we have trainers within the app and I was like yes okay so who are you picking he's like oh I don't know yet <laughs> he's like but want to find like amazing trainers that are like genuine that have the same mission as sweat which is to help as many women as possible that are the best in their fields that are actually qualified because there are a lot of people that can give out information but they're actually not not a trainer so he's like we need people that are qualified we need people that have been doing this for years I'm like all right so yeah so then he picked um Siana and Kelsey that ended up being just like the sweetest people in the whole world. Um, they did their programs and it just took, like it, honestly, the community, there was like, not a complaint. The community was like, wow, thank you so much. Like, especially um, post-pregnancy, which was really something that um, women were struggling with. Yeah. So that was a lot of like, so they're like, Kayla, can you do post-pregnancy? I was like, well, no, that's not genuine to me. Yeah. That's, uh, and also yoga is not a, a thing that I love. And I'm openly said that I don't enjoy doing yoga, but someone does. Someone loves it. And a lot of people don't love high intensity training either. And I love it. So it was having that option for women, which was really nice. And Toby was really good to think of that because, yeah, I was again writing back, no, sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's awesome. Like it just shows how much you do value your community as well. Like, and you, you can bring like-minded women who are, like you say, there with the same kind of goal or um, together to give to your community, which is awesome. You're adding value to everyone's life, really. So yeah, making something accessible for everyone rather than trying to push that something down someone's throat, being like, you have to train high intensity, you have to jump on this box, you have to. It's like now, if you don't want to, you can do post-pregnancy. If you want to do yoga, you can do yoga. If you want to use weights in the gym only, then you can do a power program. Like there's just so many options, which is so nice. Yeah, definitely. Or even just the idea of being able to combine it all. It's like, I know Amy loves high intensity, but yoga, whether I'm so not someone. Yeah, so there you go. That's, that's, so, I, wouldn't, I just wouldn't select that. But that is, yeah, that's exactly the sort of person that would, we would cater to. So you're able to chop and change between both programs. Yeah, yeah, I love both. So I guess you did mention it before, but we really want to chat about your progress pictures because you'll probably want, you were the first to market with this on your Instagram and it's such a powerful tool and it's really been able to empower your community and give them, you know, that real life track of like what they've actually achieved. Did you ever think that this would be as powerful as it is? And like, what was your, I guess, motivation and thinking behind it when you first started doing it? So, well, to be honest, we, we naturally um, fell into posting transformations because I was so used to it. Um, with the Women's Only Personal Training Centre, we had to post transformations on the um, back end so the boss could see people's bodies changing and whatever and uh, put, put it on a website and asking for a review. It was just like it was ingrained into me to upload a transformation. Um, also because I didn't like people weighing themselves because like a lot of the women, they would look completely different, but they'd get on the scales and they're like, oh, but I still weigh 70 kilos. I'm like, no, it doesn't matter. Like So... Um, that was another thing. So we, then we started uploading transformations purely because people were looking at me and they're like, 
oh, all good and well, but you're like small and you're from Adelaide, it's summer there and you get to eat fruit, like where in winter and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, all right, okay. Here's a person in your country that has done the exact same program and is eating the food that you eat. And I'm like, oh, wow, okay. And then so we just started posting people from all over the world. And as we did that, it just virally grew. So people are like, okay, it actually works in every country with every different food type. You just have to eat healthy, balanced, and then train, which was like basically what we all want to do with our lives. So it was really good. Yeah, that's awesome. And it just shows how powerful it, powerful it is that it's almost taken, I guess, your body away from having to be the main selling point in a way. Not that you're, not that you're selling your body, but I mean, as in people were signing oh, get your it, project because your program because of, you know, how incredible you looked. But it's like it really did take it away from it just being about you and showing real life people were getting so much out of it. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Like, and so long you've been able to keep that so powerful as well. Like, you know, that would have been, yeah. when did you start that? In like 2014 or something? Would it yeah, been? I started, if you scroll down, 2012 was when I think I when I started uploading a transformation photo. I Because um, I've been doing this since 2009, but I just haven't been on Instagram. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I started uploading photos of myself actually without my face. So everyone's like, what does she look like? What's wrong with her face? I'm like, nothing's wrong with my face. <laughs> no. But I was like, I don't want it to be about me. I just want it to be about like inspiration, motivation. Then I was like, it can't really be about inspiration if it's just my body. And that's what like a lot of people go wrong because they post a lot of photos of themselves and it's like, well, that's kind of like not relatable for me or not attainable for me. So they've become uninterested. Whereas on my page, I think we're able to grow the way that we do and maintain it because we've got women from all over the world. It's not about me. It's about them. So yeah. it's good. Absolutely. That's awesome. I definitely fell in love with your program when I started seeing the body transformations. And I remember I, I, I bought your ebook and I would like, I would tell my girlfriends about it all the time. They have a look at Kayla. And um, it was just, I remember it, it was a buzz in our office. I think it must've been in about 2012 and all of my girlfriends were following you. And I think it was probably the start of, your rise um but it was really powerful right from the get-go thank you so actually that's actually really nice to hear thanks guys you first started to build your audience on instagram what is your approach to the app these days and how do you how have you managed to keep your audience engaged on the platform from then up until now today and beyond oh so simple things like just actually listening to the audience what they want so we're never we've never launched or released anything that we've been like damn we shouldn't have done that because we're actually listening to our community and what they want so the way that we keep them engaged the way that we keep them there is keep providing them with everything that they want so the questions that you see on instagram like do you, are you a sweet or savory person that's not because i'm lazy and i don't know what i want to post that's actually a genuine question because i want the answers and i'm documenting everyone's comments so things like um what's your favorite holiday destination so we'll see if people want to be in in summer we want to see people like winter better we savory or sweet we can give recipe blogs for these for these types of things what's your favorite workout they'll say legs 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 then we'll provide a leg workout so it's we're giving the community what they're asking for constantly and they're always so impressed and i don't know why they're always so impressed like, oh my god this is so amazing i'm like yeah but you asked for it. we're just giving you what you asked for um we also talk a lot about in sweat about not providing things that are like cool or trending so things are like vanity things, so like sexualizing yourself to promote something or, you know, over-the-top hair and bikinis to sell something that doesn't make sense to us. We, we do things that make sense, we're sensible, and we focus purely on what we are, which are personal trainers and providing people with the knowledge that they need for that. So, yeah. 
So we like to talk to our guests a lot about their morning rituals and their daily non-negotiables. So you've said that you have to walk, you have to see your family um, and you have to train. Is there anything else that you inject into your daily life to make you feel at the top of your game? Just that whole, just those three things, basically. Not, not even training's not on the top of my things to do. It's, it's water intake, which just sounds really good, yeah, but right. water intake. Um, seeing my family, so seeing my, when I say see my family, I see my parents and my sister every day regardless randomly, but my grandparents is who I see um, and who I'm talking about. So I see them at nine o'clock every day. Um, and then just, yeah, going for my walks to wake myself up. That's like what I need in my life and obviously spend time with Toby and my dogs and spend time online, but yeah. Those, those things seem quite mindful in themselves. We, a lot of our guests talk about how meditation has changed their life, but it doesn't seem like that's something that is huge in your life, but it seems as though the things that you do every morning are very mindful and, um, you know, are away from your phone and connecting with your loved ones. Yeah, definitely. It's what makes me feel good. So Kayla, what is in store for you next? Um, yeah, I want to, I actually just want to say what's like, coming up but I like can't so and I can't even and then I can't even like hint to it I'll be like oh it's this because then you'll just be like straight away like bam I know what it is so like but um yeah so just like you know what just say helping the community more providing more things for our community um listening to what they want basically if you read our comments you'll be able to see like what's happening but other than that I actually can't say (laughs) we love the suspense though keep it coming that's awesome (laughs) And so what would you say your number one health tip is? Sleep. Sleep, yeah. Sleep, eat a diet. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to like, I'm not like, you need to have lemon water. Like, no, I'm not like that. You need to like, I say like two things, balanced diet, eight hours sleep at least. Like there's nothing worse. And I was saying it the other day than saying, coming into the office and being like, I got two hours sleep. Like, that's not cool. That's not like something to look up to. Don't look up to that person. That person's irresponsible. Unless you're a mum, which it makes a lot of sense if you've got two hours sleep. But if you're not and you're just bragging about it, no, nah, I'm shaking my finger. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> so, yeah. So I just think like eating a balanced diet, not feeling guilty with your foods and getting enough sleep is like good for your mind. Yeah, that's so good. It's funny how many of our guests actually say sleep is their number one health tip. And I think it's just so important in today's society. It's almost, you know, we often say that it's all like this badge of honor to be being so busy and not sleeping. And I'm like, you're actually missing like some of the most important feelings and emotions because of being so tired. I'm like, there's nothing better than getting eight hours sleep and being so productive and so on your game the next day. I'm like, I hate that feeling of just being foggy. Like I could not survive without sleep. So hundred percent. You'd never hire anyone that says, Oh, you know, like I will work 24 hours a day all through the night and never sleep. I would never hire that person. Yeah. I want someone who's responsible. Someone to get their work done during the day and have a normal life at night. So yeah, eight hours sleep, 100%. I put it down to being very similar as drinking. Maddie and I have spoken a lot recently about how to live a wholesome life, we need to cut out alcohol as much as possible. I, I don't think we'll ever give up having one or two glasses of wine every now and then, but um, it's fine. Like Maddie finds alcohol so, so important in our culture. Um, and it's just, you know, they're both detrimental, I think. Mm. I'm honestly, I always say I'm honestly the worst person to talk to about this because like, I don't drink at all. So when people are like, what do you think is the best drink there? I'm like, I have no idea. I have not had alcohol since I'm 20, so I'll be 28 
And so that's almost 10 years. I've no idea. Well, I have no idea. I don't know what alcohol names are. I don't know anything about it. So like, yes, I don't even remember what it's like, but trust me, it's good without it. That's what I, that's what I can say. I don't think about it at all. And what was your, what formed your choice to not drink alcohol? Cause I was, because I was playing basketball and it was like disgusting. Like it was like, I, I, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like I've never had alcohol. I tried it, but I just like always felt so bad. Like I felt so crappy and I was so tired and then I had to get up for training. There was no point. And then I was a personal trainer and there's nothing worse than like looking at your trainer, especially on Instagram. And they've, yeah. drunk like it's like that's not you want to look at your training you want to respect your training i want respect for my community and the way to get that is by being a good role model for not only adults but for young girls that are looking at me as well i'm showing them that they don't need a drink to be able to have a life that that we have which is good yeah that's so good i yeah, love that you really live and breathe your values as well because i think it's you know it's one thing putting this image or these things out there but then actually living and breathing it is like a whole new thing so whole yeah. other level no sister <laughs> and so what would be the best piece of business advice you've ever been given mm, that's a good one I just think like it's not like a one piece of advice it was more like the best thing that we ever did was we sat down and and this is for anyone who's listening to business for anyone that has a business sit down and set boundaries Right. And I know that sounds weird, but you know, I sat down with Toby and I'm like, if this is going to get big, like I want a few things. He's like, all right, name what you want. And I was like, okay, I don't want to sexualize myself to sell anything ever, 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 ever. I don't want to sit there and promote things online. And I, I want to work for my, our own, our own business, our own money, our own side. I want to work for, I don't want to get paid to promote other things. Um, I want a community. I want someone to feel like, I want it to feel like a family. Like I don't want to get it go be away from my family. And I also don't want to be away from my family for too long. I was I set like five or six things and we stuck to them the entire time. So you go on my profile, I don't sell things, I don't sexualize myself, I'm with my family, I stick to what I've said four or five years ago, I haven't changed who I am. So yeah, that's just like, that's my best piece of advice I would give for businesses. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually remember one of the um, very first times when I actually got to meet you in a in a meeting many years ago. We were talking about that earlier, but I remember after you were saying how you never would put your name to a brand, to someone else's brand or their um, products or anything. And it's actually something that's really stuck with me. And I've thought about that a lot. And I think you know, for you to do that and have that kind of thought pattern at such a young age when, you know, you were kind of, you were the first real influencer, I guess, or person on um, Instagram that had this really um, dedicated following. And for you to have that approach and that thought so early, I just thought, wow, that's insane. Like, that's really amazing to think like that and to not, to see the like dollar figures or those big brands kind of, oh, wear this for a, you know, quick buck. Um, but we do wear them. That's what I mean. Like, I still wear Nike. I still wear Adidas. Like, I still wear Lululemon or Aloe Yoga, whatever it is. I love those brands. And then people see me in them all the time. It's just that I don't put my name on them. Yeah, which like, I think is so powerful. So, yeah. yeah, well done for sticking to that and your guns. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. So our very last question is, Kayla, what does a day on your plate look like? Oh, I love this because I always get to surprise people with, like, what I eat. <laughs> so, like, okay, can I'll just pick one morning because every day is, like, a little bit different, so I can just, like, pick one morning. But, like, I'll have things like if I go to a cafe, if I'm at home, you're going to kill me, you're going to be like, that's gross. But, like, I'll have, like, two pieces of toast sardines oh yum i actually love sardines yeah so i put like sardines on the toast and then tomato from the garden and then basil on top so it's kind of like a bruschetta but with no cheese so i have like two pieces of that for breakfast but if i go to a cafe 
it's always like two pieces of toast, eggs. We have like this thing here called chili kale. Like it's like, I don't like kale normally, but I love chili kale, like fried in the pan. Um, and then that with like maybe a coffee, like, but if I'm at home, it's a Turkish coffee. That's my breakfast. That was too much information. Let's go like next one. No, that's good. Um, I guarantee that is like, Sorry, I guarantee now that every cafe um, will be selling chili kale that you've mentioned. Chili kale, it's the best thing ever. Um, so then the next thing I eat would be like fruit and yogurt. So um, we have like a thing here called like the yogurt shop. They have like a mixed berry yogurt that I love and I'll have some like that with some fruit. Um, we have, well, we, my, me and my grandma and my grandpa, like if I'm there, we have like things like roast for lunch. We'll just chuck some like chicken and veggies in the oven with always bread. Like she has homemade bread. So I'm always eating bread. Um, again, snacks, same thing, a piece of fruit. I don't really like get that hungry between lunch because I have a lot of bread or pasta or rice. Um, and then dinners, same thing, some Mediterranean, like gyros, um, stuffed vegetables. But it's always, it's always whatever I'm eating plus bread or plus rice. So that and then dessert is like, I don't really eat dessert, but like if it is something, it's like a Greek biscuit or a cup of tea and a Turkish delight or something. Just something little. Like we don't really. My mum's actually an amazing cook, and so is my sister. They both can't make desserts. So oh, really, that's so funny. And I just the only thing that I can make is scones. That's it. I'm the best scone maker in the world. I make it like twice a year. That's it. Like we just don't do desserts. Oh, you just made me really, really hungry. I'm gonna to have to go and make something in the kitchen now. <laughs> gonna go, she's gonna go make scones now. It's gonna be great. Oh, I'm bad as well. I just want sardines on toast. Seriously. Oh. <laughs> Kayla, thank you so very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to chat to us today. You have honestly you. made our whole yeah. year, on, yeah, even more than our year. Um, Thanks, guys. Being, I think our listeners will get so much out of the episode and I just love hearing how strong willed you are and you stick to your guns and you give everything to your community and we just wish you all the best Thanks. with what's to come. We can't wait now. I'm really intrigued with what's coming next. Oh, you're actually going to love it. You're actually going to love it. I'm going to read all your comments now to figure out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you leave us a five-star review and subscribe so you can keep up to date with our new episodes each week. For a dose of weekly happy, healthy news, you can subscribe to our newsletter via our website at thehealthyhustlers.com. Until next week, make sure that you're investing in yourself to keep the hustle healthy.